Hey there, listeners. Welcome to This Humana Life, a podcast for all Humana associates. We have amazing stories to tell and learning experiences to offer. We also believe the best knowledge is knowledge that is shared. Throughout our podcast journey, you'll hear advice from thought leaders, gain insights into areas of expertise other than your own, and hear the inspiring stories of others. This production is made possible with the support of the Women's Network Resource Group and by the dedication of our core team. I'm Tara DeLucia. I'm Carmen Pantoja Evans. I'm Brittany LaMere. And this podcast is produced by Melissa Nichols. We're looking forward to hearing what topics are important to you. Join the conversation in our buzz group by visiting go forward slash THL. Also, make sure to text the acronym THL to 239-355 to have new episodes sent straight to your mobile Thursday morning. What are some things that you do for self-care? That's a really good question. Um, I think that that's something that I personally struggle with. Um, I'm a married mom of four, and I am a workaholic. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I was say I wanted to. It is this. what You're it is. Busy. Yeah. So I just I really need to practice what I preach, and that's why I preach it. <laughs> so um, I get it. Yeah, so I have to continually um, teach those things, and I talk to my kids a lot about it, and we share a lot. Um, and so, you know, I specifically listen to a certain radio station on purpose because it lifts me up. Um, I might want to listen to something else one day, but that radio station gives me the uplifting music that I need and the conversation that I need. Um, I read certain books on purpose. I focus on the positive on purpose. Um, so this is not something that comes naturally to me. I actually have some depression and some other stuff going on. So I have, this is, this is because I have to. And um, I can, because I can, I can show other people how they can and be successful. Um, it's a choice. Well, I think self-care comes in different forms. And yours comes in reading a book or uh, having that time listening to uh, your special radio stations and the conversations they're having. And that's part of your self-care. Yeah. I also love to sing and dance. Yes. <laughs> Why hasn't that been on a, on a Thursday? <laughs> I do. I have sung them before. Oh, I've missed it. <laughs> oh. I was thinking, too, how a lot of times when you ask people about self-care, they immediately go to, well, I run or I exercise or and that's all important mm -hmm. things but there's something very powerful about what you're surrounding yourself with visually and you know yeah. your auditory mm -hmm. Audito yep. yeah you know just yeah. I don't know if that's the right way to say yeah. it but just how, how impactful that piece is for your well-being and self-care mm -hmm. so that's uh, that's a great point and your self-talk yes well. self -talk oh my goodness is huge and difficult. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I had it, like, well, of course, I've had a crash laptop since then, but I did have it was from uh, one of the sessions, and it said something to the effect of um, nobody wants to be around people that are, like, mean to them all the time, so watch what you say to yourself right. or something to that effect. That's and I was like, stuff. man, man, that is really true, and I need to, I need to focus on that a little bit myself. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, and you've been here at Humana for 15 years, right? Yes. And you're mover and a shaker, like to stay busy. <laughs> so in what ways have you seen our business evolve? So I remember the days of perfect service. Um, and I remember the energy around those tenants. And I'm one of those rural followers that adopts those kinds of company objectives really quickly. And I saw the culture change where associates were empowered to ask questions and uh, improve processes. And I've also seen a shift toward outsourcing and automation, been a part of that, um, that has changed the workplace globally. And I think as we continue to be a perfect experience company, striving to serve our internal and external um, customers, it doesn't matter whether we focus on wellness or insurance or healthcare or prescriptions or some other thing, right? We evolve a lot at Humana. Um, Humana will stay ahead of the game and remain successful because it's who we are. It's in our DNA. It is in our DNA. So it's been kind of cool watching it evolve over the 15 years, though, yes. because sounds like it was built in even 15 years ago. We were in motion to be one of those companies that wants to hear from the associates and wants to empower them, uh, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, I, I think my hope is that that permeates to the fabric of every single finger and every single area of the company, because I think there are pockets that are still behind the game when it comes to that. I, I agree, and but I mean, I know there was a point when I had to come to terms with um, it's my choice, right? So I could say all day long, um, I'm in a, I, I'm not, but maybe I'm in an environment where I don't feel like I can speak up. I'm s- the culture is still asking me to speak up. Mm-hmm. And so then it, I take ownership or accountability. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. it becomes less like, well, I can't, I'm not allowed. No, right. you are. Yes. And we just have to continually push that because that's what the culture is asking. That's what the management team is asking, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's it's hard. I think there are those pockets where sometimes you don't feel like you have that freedom, but Mm -hmm. we got to get everybody there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's it. it, It's, you know, there's mentoring there. There's, you know, coaching there as well, where, you know, you can um, both talk to the leader uh, and help them understand their accountability there. And then it's, uh, you know, empowering the associate as well to, to schedule that meeting themselves if they you know um and understanding how to frame the conversation right um and you know there's a lot of ways to to help that along i think the nrgs were a big part of that for me finding my voice a few years ago and and just seeing outside of my department and how big the company mm-hmm. is and how much of an impact i could have so i think the nrgs are a great way to try to find your voice or find other people who are also looking for their voices 100 percent So you say you're a workaholic. Yes. (laughs) So part of working very hard is networking, right? So how important is networking in your career or anybody's career? So I I really think I had a a misunderstanding of what networking was for a long time. And um, I think part of that was just being an introvert and not wanting people quite a bit. Um, So um, I thought it was, you know, about folks wanting to get something from you, you know, Um, But I've learned and I'm excited about the fact that networking can be about building authentic relationships and, you know, knowledge sharing and making connections. And I get excited internally and externally talking to people and learning that they, you know, hey, you love theater. Hey, I've got this person that 
loves theater too. Let's make a connection. Or you are a speaker and, you know, a John Maxwell person. Okay, this is somebody that is having a conference that needs a speaker, you know, and you can make those connections. And I think that networking is critical because, you know, I can't serve others if I don't build those relationships and understand myself um, and what I have to offer as well. So um, it's, it's very important. So I would have, I really would not have guessed that you were an introvert. So serves me right now. I love having the opportunity to learn more about you. And because I always just see you as like an extroverted leader. Mm. And so what's the most important leadership lesson you've had to learn? Oh gosh, this is, this is hard. There are so many. So um, as a student and a teacher of leadership, um, this is a tough question, but I will share this. Everyone is a leader. You have to first lead yourself well. It doesn't have to be perfect. It won't be perfect. But you have to start there, and you have to do it with integrity. Um, you have to be willing to make sacrifices so that those you are leading have the experience they deserve. Um, and that could look like at a Toastmasters meeting where there are supposed to be, you know, five to ten roles that other people take and nobody's taking them and you do all of them so that the new people coming in have a seamless experience. Um, that's that's my type of leadership. Um, I believe this is valuable in the context of Humana because it can make the difference between whether someone stays or whether they go. Retention of our best talent is a non-issue when great leadership is in place. And I have never had a direct report yet at the company, um, although I would love that opportunity. But I have been a leader since day one. And I take it seriously. um, And I can tell you that it makes a difference. Sometimes it's overt uh, when I need to fill a void. um, And other times it's just leading by example. But regardless, I have learned that my presence means something to others. And it's very humbling and helps to feed me, like I said, uh, when the day job gets tough. Beautifully said. I know. See, isn't she wonderful? <laughs> like, it just makes you feel pumped. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> well, I see success all over you and your face and in your eloquent words that you speak. And uh, But everybody has a definition of success. So how do you define success? I think having integrity which is who you are when no one's looking, being able to look in the mirror at yourself and know that you gave 100%, um, and knowing that 100% looks different from day to day. But it's that internal knowing that um, you did the best that you could. And no matter how critical I am of myself, my kids are smiling and laughing and happy. That is success. <laughs> I think I had a horrible day, and uh, my four-year-old, um, who turned four last week, says, Mommy, you're the best mommy ever. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's those secret conversations with when someone IMs you or sends you a text or grabs you by the arm and asks you for advice or support. Um, it's when I use my smile as a weapon and wield it wisely. It's um, maybe not a conventional definition, but hey, um, my high school definition of success was Broadway. So (laughs) things evolve. It sounds like there's a story there. Most likely to be on Broadway. Really? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So did, so you singing and dancing. So were you a part of drama club and everything? All right. All that stuff. (laughs) You miss it? 
Yes. Um, I still dance. Um, I still sing. Um, singing at church this weekend. Have a wedding to dance at in a couple weeks. Um, which is just a um, testament to and gratitude for my health journey because of about six months ago I couldn't walk. Um, <laughs> that's a whole nother story. You should see our faces right now. Yeah. Um, couldn't walk, couldn't talk, had some issues uh, health-wise. But, um, yeah, I've been blessed. I get heels on now, you guys. <laughs> if you're comfortable, would you mind Share sharing story. that yeah. story? Sure. Um, so, you know, I've been doing this Inspire Positivity work for five years, and I've been trying to live that life for longer. But I have dealt with some health issues um, on and off. And um, this last October, um, I just woke up one day. I have I have migraines. I had a couple migraines. Um, and I was it was during the uh, summit, during the NRG summit. But I was just pushing, pushing, pushing through mm-hmm. with my migraines, just pushing through. And it was like the day after everything was over and I woke, I just woke up and I couldn't, I couldn't hardly move. Um, And it felt almost like I'd had a stroke. Um, And so, you know, went to the hospital, going to the doctors, specialists, trying to figure out what was going on. And um, tests were normal. Everything, you know, came back okay. A couple levels were off. But other than that, I was okay. Um, They ended up sending me to therapy. I had physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, because I couldn't finish a sentence. I had trouble um, with words, and uh, which is hard when you like to teach. (laughs) (laughs) When you like to go, go, go. And sing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, through that, through the course of the therapies, um, I started, you know, getting better, and I actually was put on some medication that helped um, strengthen me as well and which caused me to gain weight which was interesting um, I gained about 50 pounds in like like the course of two months or something like that oh. yeah so that was different I don't know how I I don't know how to how I processed it but anyway so I am so excited to be mobile and uh, be able to speak and um, it's just I think that ultimately um, the what I would share when we talk about self-care is that about 70% or more of doctors visits are stress related and you can work yourself sick Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I was so. going to ask, you know, what did you learn from that? Right. And I think you just answered my mm-hmm. question. Yeah, I th- I think that I one of the things that I've learned just from an emotional standpoint is that I was taking myself way too seriously. So in the midst of being, you know, I have these projects and I can never take a day off work because I'm project driven and there's only two of us on our team. So if I take off and you know, mm-hmm. I have to be there for Jessica. Jessica McMichael's awesome. She's a rock star, by the way. I have to shout shout out Jessica. Um, we hold each other down, right? And so, you know, I've got these kids, and my son's getting ready to graduate, and I've got to, you know, get all that in order and, you know, all of these things. 
So um, just putting too much pressure on myself emotionally and not processing things appropriately is what I was doing. Um, it, it One of the first speeches I ever gave um, um, s- sermon at a church was about how you go through things and you just kind of stuff it in a bag and you throw it over your shoulder and you keep going. <laughs> you know that song by Erica Badu, Bag Lady? actually sang that during the sermon. But that's important because you have to actually stop and unpack that bag and deal with that stuff and leave it. You can't just keep picking up stuff. I had too much and my body couldn't handle it. Yeah. And that goes for grief too um, because I'll share as well. And this may sound weird, but the day that I got sick, the day that I woke up unable to move was the anniversary of my grandfather's passing, who was my best friend. And he passed years and years ago, but I hadn't dealt with it. Yeah. It, it might it, just be irony. It might just be a coincidence. Caused you to slow down a little bit. My body knew. Um, and so one of the neurologists that um, I was working with at the time referred me to a book called They Can't Find Anything Wrong. And it's about stress illness. And it's about a doctor that has learned how to ask the right questions where, you know, your test may come back negative, but you still are exhibiting 100 percent physical symptoms that are very, very real. And there's no shame. And I so appreciate you sharing all of that. I mean, that it comes from a personal area yeah. and that we all need to hear that. Yeah. Because you think it's you think real. it's all in your head, and and so I dealt with a lot of shame around that. It's not all in your head. It's very real. I asked my physical therapist, "How many people have you seen like me that are in here and need this therapy, but do not have? You know, I had I found some things. I have a couple, you know, physical things going on, but nothing like a stroke. I did not have a stroke, but mm-hmm. I had a stroke physically. That's how my body reacted." And she said. 70 to 80 percent of the people that come in here are like that that's why we all need to and that freed me remember to be <laughs> kind to others because yeah. we don't know what they're going through mm-hmm. and invisible ailments are are still so relevant and we never know what shoes they're walking in mm-hmm. i think your experience i think a lot of us can relate to the building up to that point mm-hmm. and what we throw over our shoulder mm-hmm. for me work is often easier than dealing with yeah. some of the things that go on at mm-hmm. home like I'm a caregiver yeah. I have well my girls and then my mom you know what I mean or Absolutely. just sometimes it's easier to blame Humana in a way like oh I'm so overworked I'm so tired I'm so busy Humana Humana mm-hmm. but I'm choosing to stay at my desk desk after hours I'm choosing so I have to balance that and and <clears throat> so your story helps remind me and then a reminder to everyone listening that EAP offers five free sessions and you can go go forward slash EAP and the password and the username is both Humana. So yes. um, and don't be afraid to suggest it to coworkers or if you're a leader, make sure that everybody knows how to access EAP. I think it's really part of our um, our obligation to one another to make sure everyone has that information. Yeah, it's very important. We talk about that and inspire positivity that, you know, therapy is not anything to be ashamed of it's if you walk in the therapist's office it's the great equalizer you see people in there of all walks of life (laughs) taking care of themselves I go every two weeks 
So, you know, it's just it's important to unpack your bags. And sometimes you can't unpack your bags to your kids and your mom and your husband because they can't handle it. Absolutely. <laughs> right. right. I, I'll be honest. I'm a little weary of people who don't go to therapy. <laughs> Wait, you're just dealing with life all on your own. Yeah. Let's be honest. Right. Right. <laughs> no, but I, I'm really appreciative of you sharing that because. We just, that's something else that we need to just make a part of a regular conversation because we're all struggling. We are all struggling. Absolutely. And I know we're running close to time. I I, I don't want to. (laughs) I don't want to stop. I wanted to hear you sing. Oh. I'll come back another time. Okay. We'll, right. do a, we'll do a jingle for you. Oh. Yes. We're, we're actually looking. Oh. We're in the market. We're in yeah. the market. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> but I have, we still have tons of questions. So, so I think the specific one that maybe we should ask is, what should we have asked you that we didn't know enough to ask? Or anything else you want to share? So I, I talked and a little any bit. Of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I talked a little bit about Toastmasters, and I wanted to just bring that up again because I think it's a really good resource for associates. And some uh, segments of the company pay for your um, your Toastmasters um, tuition. It's not very much if they don't. Um, you pay twice a year, and it's an international organization. We have clubs here at Humana, and um, I was involved in Humana, um, in Humana Toastmasters, Humana's Vi- Guiding Voices for several years, and um, you can be in leadership. I was in leadership um, for two years. I was president for two years, and that's where I really grew up, I feel like, because I was able to in a supportive environment, grow as a leader and figure out my leadership style and um, grow a team and really see where my voice mattered. I feel like I came to Humana so young. It was, you know, kind of my first job out of college. Um, I worked at a, a church prior to that and just not even knowing um <laughs> Um, I'll tell you, can I tell you a short story? Please do. So um, when I was, I was 23 and starting out in enrollment as enrollment rep and I had, um, I had Saturday overtime. And so I came in in my Jesus t-shirt and my yoga pants and I brought my three-year-old with his crayons and his coloring books and he was in the cube next to me and I was just working away and my hiring manager Sandra uh, Marshall came up to us after about two or three hours you know and she was like you brought your son to work um you can't do that and you can't wear that and (laughs) In the nicest way, right? Um, because I just didn't know. And I think that's so important to talk about, you know, just coaching and mentoring folks that just don't know. It was my first corporate job. I didn't. I, it was Saturday, yeah, you Saturday. know. Um, he was fine. She didn't even notice him being there. He was a sweet baby. He's sweet now. He just started UofL uh, last week. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, it's really important to just grab somebody by the hand and take them along with you. And um, there's a lot of people here that need that. So I just share that story because Sandra and I still kind of joke about it sometimes. Because you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, exactly. exactly what you said. Yeah. And it just, it's just important to share. I mean, who would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought when you think back that you know? I, yeah, you I didn't not get in trouble. Sure. She, yeah, I could have. You know, she could have yelled at me, but yeah. <laughs> I love it. 
Yeah. Oh, that is an incredible story. It just makes me think of, you know, what else do we need to add to the onboarding program? Right. Because when mm-hmm. you are fresh. And, I mean, dress code's changed a lot since then, yeah. so. Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us in the studio today. We really appreciate your time. I am inspired. So I appreciate you and your authenticity and transparency and just being who you are. So thank you for all you're doing for Humana and then for us. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor. It really has. And that's it for this episode. You can share with us on buzz at go forward slash THL. And don't forget to subscribe by texting THL to 239-355. We want to thank you for spending time with us this week. We can use our guiding behaviors and speak up with candor to share our Humana stories through this podcast. Let's keep the conversation going together about this Humana life. Until next time, be intentional. Stay curious. And inspire others.